This is Markin Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Markin Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Markin Out, y'all. Markin Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Markin Out, y'all. Spread it like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Markin Out, y'all. Markin Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Mark and Art. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTJ161. Also joined here this week by Dave, brand new doctor in the house. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveDrave underscore MO. Dave, how are you doing? Hello! Top of the morning to you <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to want me to respond back to, like, doing hello also. Uh, how, how are you? You are a doctor now? Yeah, I am doing, feeling really great. I'm feeling really good. Happy to be, uh... <laughs> You're not feeling grand and wonderful? Great, grand, wonderful. I'm very, uh, relieved. But still have a board exam ahead, so still got to keep on trucking and uh, studying. So, so, wait, so does that mean you're not a doctor yet? No, no, I am officially a doctor. I just have to pass my board exam to become licensed now. <laughs> oh, so you're an unlicensed so, doctor? Yes. Are you, yes. You're, are you a quack? What are they? Is that or is that just like a quack? No. Is that just a psychiatrist or whatever? I don't know. From what I I remember re- looking it up at one point, and that's what they referred to as like. I think chiropractors. Chiropractors. That's what I mean, but it, like it was more of a derogatory <laughs> way of calling them. I mean, I mean, because they don't they don't have a real job. It's like a dentist. Like they're not real doctors. Is that why? Oh no, I think that they're all doctors. No, but like that's like the stereotypical like a dentist. He's not a doctor or a chiropractor. He's not a doctor. Oh, I don't know. I'm a doctor. That's I different. work in a hospital. I save lives. What do you do? Crack a back? Quacker barrel? No. I'd rather go there. I did not go there, by the way, on Saturday like I wanted to. Oh, yeah? Well, what did you do? I don't even remember. I just, uh-huh. I probably sat, I sat at home. I didn't do much. I went Thursday. I, I did go to the movies. All right. And what did you see? I, I mean, what do you mean, what did I see? Obviously, it was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. All right. Thoughts? I thought it was really good. I agree with you. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. I thought uh, they did a, a good job at at this. And it's funny because the first movie I didn't see in theaters. Second movie, I was like, absolutely have to go see that in theaters. Uh-huh. I thought Batista was really good in it. Yeah, he was really funny. Yeah. I thought that it was overall, it was a great, great movie. The soundtrack was awesome. Yeah, as I gave a shout-out last week. Yeah. I mean, but the soundtrack is always really good uh, for them, for From, that movie. Well, yeah, that's what I gave both yeah. movies a shout-out. Um, opening credit scene was awesome. You know... Oh, here it comes. I didn't... I just thought it was cheesy. Really? You don't yeah. like it? No. Why? I just felt like they put it in because they're like, oh, well, how could we not put this in? I don't know. I thought it was a good job. I don't know. I, I, that, that I could have 
done without. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I thought the entire intro was really good, well-written. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. And then they had five endings to this, like five extra scene credits. Yeah. Extra whatever. Fun. Like, geez, that's a lot. And all of them were well worth watching, sticking around for. Well, I mean, if you know... I, I didn't know most... I mean, not most... Well, eh, I didn't know a bunch of them, I guess. Uh-huh. So, but... Huh. You didn't know a bunch of them. Well, I... I mean, there were five of them. Yeah. I don't really remember all of them. I just know that I didn't know... I didn't completely get the references for some, so... Uh-huh. But that doesn't stop me from being awesome as always, so... Yeah, I'm glad that uh, you answered your own question on that one. Yeah. Did yeah, you, so what... Yeah, what were you, ask me. Were you gonna ask, I mean, I was going to say, did you do anything else this week? Uh, anything else this week? Uh, let's see, let's see. Guardians of the Galaxy was last week. That was before we recorded, even. You must have seen that on my birthday. Um, you mean my bar mitzvah day? Yeah. Um... I'm trying to think. I feel like I have done stuff, but I, I never remember because it's never anything too intense. Yeah, well, you went about to... You? I, I mean, really, was just Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh-huh. I, was, I was home alone and didn't really... I still just continued to karaoke. Alright. And, uh, yeah. After Guardians of the Galaxy went to Ruby Tuesdays, I had a thing for a free burger or a salad bar on my birthday. Uh-huh. Definitely took advantage of that. Huh. I got the free burger. And I got salad bar. So I paid four bucks for a burger. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then I That's went to... Pretty- I, before I went to see Guardians of the Galaxy, we, we, I went to the mall, got Carvel. Because uh-huh. I had a coupon for a free cone. Stacked pile high... I have a vice cream from Carvel. I didn't know that's how much you got. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, we actually went to this place called The Rook, uh, which is like a local bar, but they have really good wings and everything. And I ended up getting, well, we got mozzarella sticks, but it has raspberry dipping sauce. Sounds awful. Oh, no. I don't it, like raspberry, and I don't understand the dipping sauce part. Really? Yeah. It's fantastic. Like, maybe if it was, like, what, what what kind of cheese was it? Just mozzarella? Like, it was? Um, yeah, mozzarella. It wasn't... Mozzarella. It wasn't brie or anything? No. It wasn't brie cheese. It was mozzarella sticks. And then we got some wings. Got some, uh, garlic parm and honey barbecue. You know, I got wings at... At... At Ruby Tuesdays. I also I had a free appetizer. Made the most of that trip, uh, um, and I they really don't have good appetizers there. What do you mean? At Ruby Tuesdays, their apps are gross. What? They really they need to work on their appetizers. I had because oh. at Ruby Tuesdays I had uh, I don't know it was like it wasn't Jack Daniels but it was like whiskey barbecue wings or something like that. Uh huh. Or rum wings or something. I don't know. They weren't good. And I've no. had, they've had, they have Philly cheesesteak, um, dumplings there. Also, Interesting. also awful, disgusting, not good. 
I did uh, go to TGIF Fridays and had some unlimited apps. What'd you get? I got a little bit of everything. Yeah, but they I changed, got, so what'd you get? Um, I got... Did you have Mozzie Sticks there, too? What's that? Did you have Mozzie Sticks there, also? I think Erica got that, so I had one of hers. I think... I don't like mozzarella sticks to begin with, so... It, it's very rare that I like a mozzarella stick that I eat. Really? Yeah. I almost bad. I got the Buffalo Wild Wings. So, I mean, the <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. I got the, uh, the Buffalo Wings. And then I got... So I got chicken parm. Chicken wings. parm? Chicken parm buffalo? Chicken parm, uh, garlic parm, sorry. Oh. Garlic parm. And then I ended up getting the fried, uh, fried pickles. That was that was pretty cool. The last time I went, that they had those, um, they were. I mean, they're it's Fridays, so it's like you're not getting the best quality I, food. Yeah, but I thought it was fine. Um, and then I also got meatballs, pork, pork. Yeah, didn't get. Yeah. I tried the meatballs. They're actually pretty good. And then I feel like I may have gotten one more thing. No flatbreads. No flatbreads. No, I, I was going to, but I opted out. I was really full. Did you get pot stickers? No. Did you get potato skins? Uh, no. Someone else at the table at the table had it, so I got some. So, I tried one of that. So I'm pretty sure I, those I, were those are the only other options. I think. Yeah, it wasn't too crazy. Yeah. It wasn't too crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, but everything else is going uh, pretty fantastic. We have an exciting week with uh, pro wrestling and everything, though. I want to say exciting. Well, upcoming with WWE and stuff like that, which we'll I, talk about later. But I, I won't be able to watch Backlash Live. Why not? Because I'm going to see Ricky Gervais. And That's unfortunate. No, you know what? Honestly, the only match that's really that intriguing for me for for Backlash is is really just, I mean, maybe Nakamura and Ziggler. And you know what? I don't I even, even like know about that match with Jinder and Orton. Like, I want so much for Jinder to win, and I don't think he's going to. So I really don't care. Yeah, it's like this pay per view. I don't care about. Yeah, I'll agree. So, like, I I am, in, in some sense, it's like, damn, I can't watch the pay-per-view live, but it's like, I'd much, I've been waiting years, like literal years to see Ricky Gervais. Really? Yeah, so I'm pumped for that. All right, well, I'm happy that you're happy. I'm, I'm Wait, so, that's just so weird that you're not going to be watching a pay-per-view live. Well, I it's not like the first time. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I'm going to completely, like, fail this. Well, maybe you won't. Just yeah. make sure you get you get to the kickoff show, because there's random matches that were added to the kickoff show, which is stupid, and, and I hate that, mm-hmm. but whatever. And uh, I'll, I'll be live-tweeting TakeOver. All right, well, that's going to be a lot of fun on Saturday night. Are you going to live-tweet that? Maybe. We'll I, was, see. I, I really, listen... I, as much as I like TakeOver and 
watching pay-per-views and stuff live and live tweeting, I want to go to the circus and there's nobody good to go to the circus with me. Yeah. Nobody wants to go or nobody's able to go. And it sucks because I'm 28 years old and I've never been to the circus. That's so unfortunate. <laughs> you know what, though? I don't know if it is. I don't know. Like, I see clips of it and I'm like, I just feel like I would see that and think this is stupid. Really? Yeah, I just like. So then, why did you want to go? It's because it's like, like, how could you not? How how could you be a human being on Earth in 2017, or in the United States at least, and not have, and never have seen the, the circus? Like the Ringling Brothers. No, I literally, I've never gone. Have you spoken to your mom and dad about this? My dad swears that I've gone. My mom exactly. No, 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 not exactly. But my mom knows I've never been there. My mom knows that it was just my older brother and and uh, our cousin that went. So I never went. I almost went in Atlantic City one year, but then I ended up going like the day after instead of before. Mm-hmm. So I never went to the circus and they close on Sunday at the Nassau Coliseum for the very last time. You know... I don't know. They did away with the elephants and everybody was happy. But they still had like horses and I think lions and tigers and dogs and pigs. Oh my. Yeah. So there was a, but I mean, I don't know if I would be (laughs) as entertained as I used to be. I don't know. I, well, what, how many times have you been to the circus? How many times have I been? Yeah. Um, I once went with Kevin Danielle. And I believe Eni um, at Madison Square Garden. Damn. And then I must have been at, been to at Nassau Coliseum. I mean, I find it hard to believe that it wasn't. It's like I've seen. I don't actually. Did I ever see that live? No, I don't think I did. I was gonna say I think I've seen the elephants crossing, but mm-hmm. I don't think I've I've seen pictures of it. Because mm-hmm. they used to, there's like an abandoned train tracks that like they don't use that only the circus used. Yeah, and uh, that was right. It, it's in between Nassau by Community Hush, College. Oh uh, yeah, Nassau, Nassau Community, Community College. College, and which is right across the street from the Nassau Coliseum. So they used to have their trains come in, and the elephants would get off by like in between the area, and they'd walk them literally walk them across the busy intersection. To the Nassau Coliseum, and it was yeah, really great them. Yeah, but I I don't. I've only seen pictures of that. I never saw it live. Huh, that's very interesting. Well, I'm sorry it, that today is cool. not your day to see it. But it's cool because, like, I, I mean, I've seen the train cars at least when I was over there for school. Uh huh. So I mean, that was something cool at least. But I didn't get like I, I didn't take any pictures with it. I think I saw it once, but I don't really remember. But yeah, uh, it's, I would have preferred. I would like to have seen the circus at least once in my life, but it probably won't happen. Um, in that case, you could always just always watch Pee Wee's. Uh, what big, is it? Big the top, top, big yeah, top, big But no, that's yeah. fine because I've been to a way better circus. Oh well, tell me about it. Is it the Psycho Circus? I mean, I was gonna say WWE or wrestling in general. So, oh uh, well, I, I'll, I'll stick. So to yeah, Psycho Circus. circus that that Psycho little, Circus uh, is included in in wrestling. So, and that is my personal favorite circus to attend. 
Uh, good old NYWC New York Wrestling Connection, nywcwrestling.com. Some outside the ring news. Wayne Van Dyke, known to wrestling fans as Richard Delicious, passed away at the very young age of 29 years old after suffering a heart attack on uh, April 29th. Very, uh, very unfortunate. Uh, it always stinks reporting the death of a pro wrestler. Yeah. And it, it's just our thoughts and condolences go out to his family and friends. Yeah. Uh, it's rumored right now that Jim Ross will be calling the women's tournament that WWE will be having this year. Um, that should be very interesting. He's with Nigel McGuinness right now calling the United Kingdom matches, whatever they want to, whatever you want to call them. Now, these matches in the UK, those are not live, though, right? No, but it's currently airing on the network. But it's also Jim Ross is going to be calling at uh, calling the, the United Kingdom Championship match at TakeOver. Oh, very interesting. That's yeah. pretty cool. Um, congratulations to Sarah Lee and Wesley Blake on uh, uh, the birth of their daughter last week. Yeah. Uh, quick reminder, if you're listening to this before then, the 20th, Saturday, today, tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this, season finale of Saturday Night Live. The Rock will be hosting it. He will not Which, be running for president yet. And that is always a, <laughs> a treat for all pro wrestling fans to watch The Rock on SNL. Yeah, he's five-timer club this, this time. Very rare uh, club, too. Not yeah. many people are in there. Melissa McCarthy just got it last week. Oh, that's unfortunate. She's funny. I don't... Uh, You're I don't unfortunate. Know. She's hit or miss with me. Are you going to vote for The Rock in 2020? Maybe. Depends on his political views. He has none. <laughs> <laughs> that's his stance. He has no political views. Well, I guess that is one stance to take. Who else is in that club? You got Steve Martin. Oh, I'm not... That's impossible right now. Paul, uh, um, Paul Simon, is he Yeah, in Paul, Paul Simon. Is he? Yeah, he is. Uh, Alec Baldwin is, but like these guys have hosted way more than five times. But like, yeah, um, but... I, I think Timberlake, Justin Timberlake. Uh huh. Um, who else? Tom Hanks probably. Hmm, I'm not too sure. I know the the only two that really stand out to me is uh, Steve Martin, and then Paul Simon. Uh, Paul Simon actually does not have it really but wait hold on i maybe maybe he gets a skit a skit he it says four times but then it says he does have it maybe as a well no it has to be as a host yeah mm-hmm. i don't i don't know maybe it's just not updated well regardless that's one everyone should check that out on saturday Dude, that's going to be really funny. You got Ben Affleck. You got Candace Bergen, Tina Fey, Scarlett Johansson, Bill Murray, Drew Barrymore, Danny DeVito, Elliot Gould, Christopher Walken, Chevy Chase, Tom Hanks, Buck Henry, uh, John Goodman, Steve Martin, and Alec Baldwin. There you go. And Alec Baldwin has 17 hosting times. And now it's going to be The Rock. Yeah, The Rock um, is in at five. It says Simon yeah. has only guest hosted four times, uh, but has been included in both five-timer club sketches. 
The show credits him as a co-host of the 100th episode, even though a host isn't officially credited in the opening sequence. His fifth appearance on the show was as a musical guest appearance. Gotcha. That so, makes sense. I, I, I remember his, him in a skit. Out of his four appearances as host, Simon acted as both host and musical guest during one episode. Uh, so, hmm. I mean, he's not really a five-timers club, but somehow he is. Yeah. Well, talking about TV, The Bachelorette is going to be airing, premiering on Monday. And you may recognize one of the contestants as... Kenny King yep. is going to be a contestant on that show. We we discussed that when they first announced it, but just another reminder, if you're gonna watch if you wanna watch Kenny King on The Bachelorette, you could check it out. If you wanna check out CM Punk, he's currently on MTV. They just aired the first episode last week of um, Champions vs. Pros, I think. It's it's the challenge. I used to watch that show on Spike, I think it was. Was always MTV because it was MTV Road Rules and MTV Real World. No, no, no. It was Pros versus Joes. Oh, I'm not I'm didn't of. even say Pros versus Joes. No, you said Pros versus whatever. Champions of the Challenge versus professional athletes. Yeah. Such as CM Punk. Well, that should be cool to check out as well. It's weird seeing CM Punk interact on like because like. When I think of CM Punk, I, I feel like he's, like, a closed-off person. What do you mean? Like, he's just, like, a, a cold, like, uh, like he's closed off. Like, he's not going to be sitting there joking around with you on, like, television, on a reality TV show. Uh-huh. It's just something I would never expect. And here he is, basically what's, what is the real world, but with yeah. challenges. So. Interesting. Well, Eva Marie is reportedly not going to be on the next season of Total Divas, and producers are saying are said to be auditioning women to replace her. Um, I guess this is. I mean, we still don't know if she's officially released. I'm assuming after this season they'll announce it. Yeah, they may not be announcing it because of the season of Total Divas. Which makes is sense. Such a shame, though. I know. Yeah. News sites reported they they were thinking maybe having Charlotte, but like, come on, don't do that. I watched no. Charlotte Divas, put Summer Rae back on or something, put Alexa Bliss on there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyone, anyone but Charlotte, though. Yeah. Well, not anyone but Charlotte, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's, there's not many that you could put on Total Divas. It's weird. No. Um, you, I mean, unless you start to do some T- NXT women, like how they had Mandy. Yeah. She can, unless go, you, she can go back on it. You could have... Um, you could include her and Daria. Yeah. Sure. I mean, especially if you want to... I mean, yeah, you have that women's tournament coming up, but that would also be great exposure for some of these women to be featured on this show. Especially if they have that the personality and charisma to be on the show. I mean, Mandy so. was on last season, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Um, Sammy Callahan's going to be taking over some creative for CCW. So that's always interesting when creative control is in Sammy Callahan's hands. Yeah, there's a new generation coming to CCW. They, I believe... It's going to be less focused on death matches and more wrestling. 
What What do you mean new generation? What do you mean? Like we already see it with the with the event that they had last week with the new champions with Leo Rush and Maxwell Jacob uh, Friedman. Friedman. Yeah. So. That's true. So, yeah, well, I look forward to a, an all-brand-new version of CZW coming soon. Yeah. Uh, Tanahashi's currently out with a ruptured right bicep tendon. Ooh. So he's not going to be able to be on the shows until June 9th for Dominion. And I'm even curious what kind of an impact he'll have on that show, if any at all. Why? That's a terrible injury? Oh, yeah. Ruptured bicep is nasty. But you can't That's, get back within a uh, month? I don't know. That's going to require surgery. A ruptured bicep? That's like his – that's a complete tear of his bicep. That's like where – like they call it Popeyes. Maybe it was uh, a, a, pup, a false report. They call it like a Popeye tear or what is it? It's a Popeye effect pretty much like, where – Yeah, like the bicep. Oh, wait. Are you really trying to say Popeye? Yeah. <laughs> what the Popeye. hell are you saying? Popeye. A Popeye tear. I was Popeye. like, what? Popeye. Yeah, yeah Popeye. Sorry. You're like Popeye. Popeye. <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah, Popeye. Like the, the, the muscle just kind of unravels all the way up and it makes a huge lump, kind of like Popeye. Kind of like Popeye. Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sorry. weird. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, speaking of injuries, though, Braun Strowman, they're now saying, is going to be out for up to six months with his elbow injury. Do you buy it? I don't know. Last week, it was being reported it was four to eight weeks. So, like six months, that's a long time. That's November. Do you be honest? I don't know if I buy this entire – I think it's a work. I like, I don't like, think that, like Strowman's not going to be at SummerSlam. Yeah, I think he is. I can't see this being a legit, and I don't, I don't understand it. If it isn't legit, I don't get it. If it is legit, I still don't get it. Why? Like when did that injury occur? I guess like, when he gonna, flew into the boxes. No, I mean, I'm just kidding. I mean, it was supposedly Roman Reigns smashing his arm in the. Door. I mean, unless that was a way to cover it up, like the Kofi Kingston ankle. Maybe he shattered his elbow when he was pushing over the, what's it called? Ambulance? Yeah. I don't know. Well, hopefully he's all right. Uh, Travis Flip Gordon, it was, re- it was announced that he signed an exclusive contract with Ring of Honor. So that is very awesome. Congratulations to him. Yeah, definitely somebody to keep your eye out on. Definitely uh, awesome talent. Yeah. In awesome talent. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and then speaking of Ring of Honor, making his debut, like, finally in Ring of Honor at the TV tapings in Philadelphia this past week, Chuck Taylor. Yeah, it's surprising that he has never been to Ring of Honor before. Yeah. I mean... Especially for someone who's been around for so long, but congratulations, to Chuck Taylor, on becoming it uh, to making it there. Making it there? I don't know, making it there, debuting. I'll stick to debuting. Yeah. Now up next is a hot topic, not to be confused with the uh, emo 
clothing store? I wouldn't say it's strictly emo. Uh, I mean, you could go there for pops. Yeah, yeah. And you can yeah. go there for band t-shirts, but most of the bands are like... Posters. Most of the band t-shirts are like the most emo bands ever. No way. There's nothing... Yeah, 100%. I don't know. I'm a fan of Hot Topic. And don't ask that, me when was the last time I bought something from there, though. <laughs> I could tell you when the last time I bought something was. What is it? Actually, the only time I ever bought anything from Hot Topic was the, was two cases for my pops. Huh. How much did you pay for that, though? Uh, I paid... It's funny, it was on sale for a certain price, and the woman charged me the wrong price and then gave me back the wrong amount of money. So I huh. got one case. I mean, I got two cases for, like, seven bucks, I think. That's when I, pretty when cool. I, sh- I think I should have at least paid 14 maybe, or something like that. I might have paid, like, eight or nine, something... Uh-huh. So, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I think the last time I bought something was like a, it was a Rocky T-shirt. A Rocky T-shirt. Yeah. And what, the movie. What? Did, the movie what, what else? What kind of Rocky? I, I don't know. Bullwinkle. I thought yeah, it could be Bullwinkle. It could be. I don't uh, think they're selling Rocky T-shirts at Hot Topic. Bullwinkle. I don't know. I don't know. And well, I definitely yeah, think you were talking. About, definitely didn't think you were talking about Rocky from. Three Ninjas. Well, it could have been Rocky My Idea. I don't think they were selling that there. They sell t-shirts. No, they do sell wrestling t-shirts there. But, yeah. But just recently, I feel like they've done that. Mm-hmm. Well, go ahead. Uh, so Randy Orton sparked a debate on Twitter, <laughs> on podcasts everywhere, on, on radio shows everywhere. Um. Dives versus headlocks, indie guys. Interesting and, and topic. Kind of insulted Bubba Ray at the same time, and everybody feuded. Yeah, pretty much everyone had a say in this topic. How, how, what, what do you know about how it got started? I only know Rip Rogers. Rip Rogers and... was sent literature, I guess. Um, Basically outlining what every single independent wrestling match today is. Uh, And then I guess people jumped down his throat for it. Randy Orton put out his two cents, I believe, first, I think. Yeah, he was one of the first people to toss it out there. Which he made this this whole long tweet about how indie guys go out there in front of, like, eight people or whatever he said and they they do all these moves there's no selling you kill yourself and there's no you're not getting anything from it you're just wrestling in front of eight people killing your bodies what happens once you actually make it to wwe yeah so then that sparked the dive versus headlock debate and then you had people like, well, I think Willow Spree was involved in this too, with Randy Orton, I believe. Yeah, well, because he's a dive. Yeah, but he was one of the big, so, uh, big people at the front line of this with Randy Orton, because he put out a tweet saying how like 
thanks to Randy Orton, I just gained this many followers. So he was involved in this too. But what's your take on it? Uh, I mean, I kind of feel like I'm Team Taz in this, where there's really no right answer. Interesting. Because, I mean, I could see both sides. I'm sure you could see both sides as well. Yeah. Uh, I feel the people responding to Randy Orton, the way they're responding to him is stupid. Yeah, childish. Like, yeah. I mean, he's already the king of the mountain. There's no... He's not, what he says isn't wrong. He what right. he's doing. He is he's making more money than almost everybody else uh, in pro wrestling. Doing what he's doing, and all he's doing is headlocks and stuff like that. But on the other hand, entertainment wise, a lot of people wouldn't be entertained by what Randy Orton does. Like, currently, I'm kind of I'm I am bored with Randy Orton, but. Doesn't mean I'm entertained by all the dives, super kicks, flips, and zips. No, it could definitely, there has to be a time and place for it. It could be overused easily. Yeah. Which it completely has been. So what team are you on? I am, um, so what exactly is Randy Orton's stance? Is he anti-it? I don't know. if he, I guess he's anti-diving. No dives allowed. No super kick parties. I mean, I think there's a time and place. I think that everyone has their right to conduct their pro wrestling matches in the fashion that they choose. But it's, like, it's like there's... It's, I mean, really, there's kind of like three... Trying to think if there's any more that I could think of. Three basic main match types. Or match styles, I should say. Mm -hmm. Like, you have, like, WWE, quote-unquote, WWE style, like Randy Orton, headlocks. Yeah. You have indies, super kicks, and dives, and, and no selling. And then you got deathmatch stuff. Yeah. And it's like... Not no offense to any deathmatch people, I can't be pro deathmatch. Like there's a time and a place for everything. It's like there's a fine line there. I can get behind something, uh, not not a deathmatch completely, but hardcore matches I can get behind when they're done okay. right. Okay. So it's like there's a line. Yeah. So. I, I, I just, mean, Randy Orton's really not wrong with what he said. No, 100% he is not wrong. He's not incorrect. But then there were also people who were like, oh, well, back in the 80s, the guys from the 70s said this about me. Back in the 90s, the guys from the 80s said this about me. Back in the 2000s, the guys from the 90s said this about me. So it's always going to be like the, the generation before your generation not liking what you do. I'm sure there were tons of people back in the day, like, like the Hulk Hogan's, not not a big fan of Shawn Michaels and stuff. What he was doing, I'm sure. Yeah. Ric Flair, not a fan of what Mick Foley was doing. Yeah, I'm sure. So there's always going to be that like person there to to be like, no, that's not wrestling. But then it turns out, ten years from now, it was wrestling. Hopefully it doesn't doesn't continue to be like, kick, 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 no sell, no sell, no sell. 
I mean, and I'm I'm a fan of that stuff, but I think that it's it could be overdone to a point. Yeah, you know, like sometimes watching like Ricochet, the Young Bucks, uh, stuff like Willow Spree, uh, those crew like uh, those cruiserweights, the the lighter guys, the the high flyers, watching them in action is so much fun and entertain. I find entertainment out of it, but then you have a little bit too much of all of that with the super kick, super kick, super kick, super kick, super kick. I mean, what, um, what Rip Rogers did end up putting out, which was what you said was someone else. It wasn't completely wrong. I mean, with describing how a pro wrestling indie match goes, but it's it's not, it's not every single indie match. It's just generalized. You, right. It's not every match. It's only a few matches that are like that. I wouldn't say a few, but... I mean, it, <laughs> it shouldn't be generalized, generalized as an indie way to be, you know? There's many indie uh, matches that we've seen that are totally opposite. Yeah. So, but, yeah. So what team are you on? Let us know. Yeah, tweet us. Let us know. Also, I just want to say I'm kind of disappointed with... Uh, how nobody's really using the hashtag Owen Hart Memorial Month this year. Get on that. Yeah, I mean, dude's a legend. Yeah. And uh, I like to pay tribute to Owen Hart. Yeah, get on that. Do it up. Uh, moving on from Randy Orton Indie Talk to Indie Results. On the 12th of May in Arbor City, Florida, Shine 42 took place. Uh, you saw Dementia DeRose defeating Aja Pereira. Maria Maria defeated Dynamite Didi. Kiara Hogan picked up the victory over Priscilla Kelly. Amanda Carolina Rodriguez defeated Lindsay Snow. Ariel Monroe defeated Aria Blake. You had the Shine Tag Team title on the line. Last. Sicarias defeated Raquel and Santana Garrett to become the new tag team champions. Yeah, Allison K picked up the victory over Chelsea Green. Renee Michelle picked up the victory over Candy Cartwright by DQ. Uh, Ariel Monroe, Priscilla Kelly, and Renee Michelle defeated Aria Blake, Candy Cartwright, and Kiara Hogan. And then in the Shine main event of the evening, Shine title on the line, Lufisto picked up the uh, Lufisto picked up the victory over Leva Bates to retain that championship. Yeah. Also taking place on the twelfth of May at the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City, Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling presents War of the Worlds 2017. Uh, you saw the Kingdom pick up a victory over the Tempora Boys. You had the Rebellion pick up the victory over Cheeseburger, Guido, and Will Ferreira. A four-corner survival match, Dalton Castle winning over Bobby Fish, Kushida, and Silas Young. Eggman Page defeated Frankie Kazarian. Uh, the best Adam in the Bullet Club? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, War Machine, no offense to Adam Page, but War Machine yeah. <laughs> defeated Chris Sabin and Jonathan Gresham, as well as Los Ingobernales de Japan. Ooh, wow. Kudos. Kudos. I think I pronounced Ooh. that wrong, but whatever. 
Uh, Willow Spree defeated Jay White. For the Ring of Honor six-man tag team championships that were defended in a no-disqualification match. I was going to say DQ and then disqualification came out. Bully Ray and the Briscoes, the current champions, defeated Chaos. You also had... Um, there we are. Ring of Honor World TV title on the line. Marty Skrull successfully defending against Matt Seidel. Uh, and the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships were on the line. The champions, the Young Bucks, defeated Los Ingobernables de Japan. Yeah. Um, you also had Hiroshi Tanahashi, big of the victory over Adam Cole. Um, after I think this, this is when it took place. Yeah, well, we didn't watch it live. I did see clips of it, but the Young Bucks, they turned on Adam Cole, and Marty Skrull replaced him. So what happened was they were all in the ring together. Marty Skrull came out with an umbrella. He proceeded to un uh, open up his umbrella to reveal that it had the Bullet, si uh, Bullet Club uh, symbol across it. He then uh, Adam Cole got hit in the face with the super kicks, and that was it. That was it. Yeah, Ring of Honor World Title in line three way match. Christopher Daniels picked up the victory, successfully retaining against Cody and Jay Lethal. Yeah, and hopefully Adam Cole comes to WWE. Hey, we could. I would definitely love to see him there, especially in NXT. On the 13th of May, you had WSU battle-tested in Voorhees, New Jersey. Jordan Grace defeated Faye Jackson. You also had WSU tag team title on the line in a two-on-one handicap match. Maria, Mani uh, Maria Manic picked up the victory over the Fella Twins to become the champion. Yeah. Uh, Lufisto defeated Willow Nightingale. You also had WSU Spirit Town Online. Kira Hogan successfully defeating Lena uh, Lana Austin. Uh, the WSU World World Title was on the line. Mercedes Martinez picked up the victory, defending the title successfully over Nevea. You also had a War Games match. The Reckoning defeated Leafa Bates, Mia Yim, Missy Sampson, Veda Scott, and Zandra. By uh, Bell. Yeah. So, awesome event there. CZW, same day, same place. Private Party defeated the boys. For the CZW Wired title, Maxwell Jacob... What is it? I'm going to keep... Friedman? Friedman. Maxwell Jacob Friedman picked up the victory and defeated Johnny Yuma to become the new champion. Zack Sabre Jr. defeated David Starr. Shane Strickland defeated Sammy Callahan. CZW World Heavyweight title on the line. Leo Rush successfully defeating Joe Gacy. Did you see the video of Leo Rush calling his kid? No. To tell him he told him that they that he won the title. No, I didn't see it. And they were like, I don't care. <laughs> well, really? Yeah. He goes, Well, you're still taking a picture with it. That's funny. Yeah. But congratulations to Leo Rush and yeah. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Yeah, keep your eye champions. on keep your eye on those two young wrestlers because Leo Rush and Maxwell Jacob uh, Friedman both making names for themselves the past in 2017. Yeah, uh, definitely watch them. 
And for the main event in a steel cage match, Matt Tremont picked up the victory over Joey Janela. Yeah, so awesome stuff. Upcoming indie news on the 26th. Yeah, uh, indie events on the 26th, my birthday. Uh, new Spring Slam Tour in Newburgh, New York. New champion Cody defending against Adam Cole. So maybe he's not headed to NXT this weekend. Maybe he is. You'll have to tune in to find out. Yeah, New England Wrestling. The NEW Tag Team Championship steel cage match taking place for those titles. The Battle Bros champions defeating, uh, defending them against the now. Yeah, Ryback taking on Dijak. You have Vinny Marseglia taking on JT Dunn. Mandy Leone taking on Deanna Perrazzo. Bill Carr versus Brad Hollister. Booker T will be in the house. Check it up in Newburgh, New York. Yeah, House of Glory, Adrenaline in Queens, New York on the 27th. Tag team titles on the line. EYFBO defending against Red Dragon. Yeah, uh, you're going to be seeing a title versus title match. The Hog Crown Jewel Championship. Versus the CZW Heavyweight Championship. The Hog Champion Ken Broadway will be taking on the new CZW Heavyweight Champion Leo Rush. Now, unfortunately, I'm going to predict that uh, like that if this is an actual title versus title, this is gonna be a no this is gonna be going to DQ or, or no contest. Or hopefully Ken Broadway wins and Leo Rush comes to WWE. You know what? I would be all for that. I am a huge fan if uh, a title versus title match and someone actually wins because way too often we see title versus title, uh, main usually the main event of the show, and then it just goes to a DQ or interference because they don't want to change title uh, titles of another promotion. So the House of Glory Heavyweight Championship will be on the line. The champion, Anthony Gang. Gone will be defending that title against an opponent that is not yet named. Yeah, you'll also be seeing Booker T, Cody Rhodes, TJ Marconi, Brian XL, and so many others. Yeah, so definitely check it out. On yeah. The 27th in Queens. For sure. So and you know what? Right Let's now take, we're a take a break. break and we'll we're going to take right a break. Back we'll be back here, here on Marking Markin Out. This is Shane Hurricane Helms, and you're listening to Marking Out. And if not, what's up with that? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 328. I don't even think I said it in the beginning. Oh, wow. I'm, I might have. I just don't think I did. Because I was too busy doing a little accent but uh we're moving away from the independent pro wrestling on to uh sports entertainment pro wrestling yeah let's talk about some monday night raw monday night nitro which kicked off with a bunch of stuff kurt angle coming out opening monday night raw talking about braun Strowman's injury which is just kind of annoying because, like I said last week, I don't even. I, he shouldn't even been on Monday Night Raw with a uh, an arm brace on. I I no, I go back. And he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have been there. There there should have been. There's definitely. I I think that they already messed up enough with him where it just. There's like can't. there there had to have been other ways to have gotten him off television. 
But with yes. Braun Strowman out, Kurt Angle announced that there will be a new number one contender for the Universal Championship, which is also annoying. Um, but he announced for Extreme Rules, there will be an Extreme Rules Fatal Five-Way for the very first time ever. Uh, Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe, Bray Wyatt, Finn Balor, Roman Reigns. Reigns comes out, says that he's the real number one contender because he beat Undertaker. He put Strowman out of action, which honestly, at this point, even though how unbuilt up Roman Reigns was leading into the last pay-per-view, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is really the only person that could right now be number one contender and defeat Brock Lesnar. Unfortunately, yeah. Which, and I don't want to see that. Which really the only person that should be the only person right now that, that as far as who they built up to take that title off of him would be Strowman. Reigns is the other person. Yeah. Ballard, and Strowman is just unfortunate that he got injured and that I, I think that they dropped the ball with him. With Reigns? Uh no, with uh Strowman. Well, I mean, in putting him, pairing him up with Reigns for as long as they'd have. Yeah. But Finn Balor came out, challenged Roman Reigns because he never lost the Universal Championship. But, I mean, really, Balor is a cruiserweight. There's no denying yeah. that. To me, and you, to you don't me, think he can do it? There, to me, there's no way that he can go against a beast, Brock Lesnar, Unless, I mean, Seth Rollins, no, not really, didn't do it. Unless the club get involved and, like, Balor turns heel or they turn face or something and Uh help him out. I really, I just don't see that there's any way for Finn Balor to do it by himself. But then here's where this segment gets gets me even more angry. Is Samoa Joe comes out, which is a joke. He comes out talking about how he defeated Seth Rollins and locks not defeated, locks him in the Coquina clutch and he was out. Yeah. And that's what he could do to Lester. But it's like you you won two matches in the past like three months, two months or so. And and he and the only person he's been dominated against is Sami Zayn. Yeah. Which unfortunately, who hasn't been dominated against Sami Zayn in exactly. the in the past. Yeah. But Bray Wyatt came out, Seth Rollins. Yada, yada, yada. They all brawled, and Finn Balor stood tall. Yeah, but I don't understand. I, I could see Finn Balor being a contender. How do you have Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar and make me believe that he's going in there and he's going to defeat Brock Lesnar? Did you ever think Rey Mysterio had a shot against his opponents? I mean, Rey Mysterio got dominated by Brock Lesnar. Dom- okay, he got dominated he by Big his- Show. He also had his victories. He's also, yes, defeated Brock Lesnar. I think he's defeated Brock Lesnar in big shows. but I mean, but you never went into that match being like, oh, this is... No, I I went into the match at WrestleMania hoping for Rey Mysterio to walk out out as champion against uh, Kurt Angle and Randy Orton because I had hope. It was tied completely into the storyline. What is Finn Balor? Oh, I'm a demon. I could defeat the Beast. I I think that it would be very entertaining to see a match of him versus uh, 
Brock Lesnar. I Lester. don't think any match in 2017, 16, 14, 15, 13, 12, 11 was entertain with, entertaining with Brock. I I think that his WrestleMania match wasn't too bad. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to see it. Well, you're going to see it no matter what, because he is the champion. Which also, dagger, knife, jab, right into your stomach. Because I... it's forty. It's way past thirty days. Yeah. Storylines. Storylines. Well, on the, whatever, on the they other don't... hand, can you, you can kind of blame creative for this. Well, the promotion for this because for having so many championship belts that they can do something like this. Yeah, but I'm saying like the 30 days, like you without having a match, you're supposed to. You're not allowed to do that. But then again, that doesn't apply. Same thing with no. Randy Orton. Doesn't apply. No. Doesn't make sense. But Jeff Hardy. Took on Sheamus and defeated him in the first match of Monday Night Raw this week. I gotta say, Sheamus did this sweet, sweet bicycle knee uh, to Jeff Hardy's face that I thought was awesome. Which I have to now say, are there too many knees coming to the WWE? Knees? Yeah, I mean, that's supposed to be Seth Rollins' big finisher, which is essentially just the... I mean, it is Kenny Omega's move, really. Is it? I don't, for the most part, yeah. Well, Kenny Omega did a bicycle kick, or what I think. He does like the the whip back, like the rainmaker, yeah. but a, a bicycle kick or a knee. Uh-huh. It's essentially the same thing as Sheamus doing the knees. Seth Rollins hitting a knee. I don't think there's too many knees. I'm okay know. with that. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm okay with all the knees. The bro there, kick. I, I think there's bigger fish out there to fry. Sheamus missed the bro kick and then hit the bro kick, and that was it. Well, he, then he hit Matt, Matt Hardy off the apron, and Jeff, got, Jeff hit this wonton. You really get nothing new out of these matches. It should have been either or. Either one of these teams should have gotten the SmackDown. I disagree with that. I think that they're fine on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, but you're not getting anything new. And this is, it's going to be, I swear, I said this last week, I think. It's going to be, it's going to be Hardy's versus Sheamus and Cesaro for like seven months. Four months. You've already had it since WrestleMania and it feels like a year. Well, I am not complaining about them staying on Monday Night Raw. Uh, next up, you had Alicia Fox and Noam Dar picking up a victory over Sasha Banks. With that scissor kick. Huge surprise for me because as this happened, I was just telling Brandon how this makes no sense to cover up a botched pin because it, it Which I just damn roasted you instantly. Yeah, because right after I said that, she picks up the victory. So this so. spawns from last week of Alicia Fox getting her shoulder up. Um, but I, I still question whether or not that's a I, mistake. It had to have been real. It had to have been, I mean, not real. It had to have been storyline. But I, I can't even picture what else they're doing with this feud. It's clearly, I mean, for me at least, it's clearly just stalling Sasha Banks with the championship. Yeah. But it's not really, like, a great stall, I guess. No, it's like a, nothing. Nothing about this. Nothing about this is drawing me in. I mean, Alicia Fox hasn't been relevant since... Um, 
I don't know, since the late 2000s, since like 2009, maybe? I mean, that, and that's, I think it's fine for them to build her up again, but... Well, I, I just don't... I don't think it's an entertaining storyline. I don't think it's an entertaining match all that much. It just, it just doesn't make sense. Like, it didn't make sense as to why Alicia Fox was just randomly in a match with Sasha Banks last week. I mean, I, I also don't get the fact that Alicia Fox can go on such a losing streak, and then she picks up the victory over someone, a former, a more recent former champion. Yeah, well, how's it a losing streak? She had matches that were won this year. Not many. Yeah, there was a, quite a few. I don't think there was that many. I just I looked think it that, up. Yeah? yeah? Who has she been beating? I, well, I'm not, I don't have that list in front of me right now. All right. There were tons well, of matches that she she was listed in. I don't know. Well, what about this ma- next match? You had The Miz with Maurice defending his IC title against, uh, I'm sorry, trying to pick up a victory to become the new IC champion. Going up against Dean Ambrose, Miz wins by DQ following a low blow. Yeah, uh, her last Miz. victory, by the way, her last victory was May 1st on Monday Night right. Raw, teaming with Bliss, Emma, and Nia solo. Jax. When was the last solo? Last solo was main event. Does that count? No, no it doesn't count. Last solo on Monday Night Raw, Superstars does not count. Monday Night Raw does not have it there. <laughs> Let's see. Hit me with it. Last solo victory on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. SmackDown Live, the WWE draft, went to a no contest with Natalia back in July 2016. That's not a victory. She defeated. No, that's a house show. Main event. Maybe it has been a long time. (laughs) But she's getting victories in tag team matches. Yeah, but that's tag team. Does the tough enough <laughs> the tough enough finale count? No. Are we going back really that far for her a solo win? Wait, we might have to go back way further. SmackDown tapings. June twenty third, twenty fifteen, Alicia Fox defeated Naomi. No, but she picked up many victories this year, right? She tag team wise and stuff, she didn't. <laughs> I didn't say solo victories. So I mean, it's not I guess, incorrect. I guess it is. But yeah, I, guess, I don't know. They just need to build her up for me to believe this feud, which they're currently doing. It's just I don't believe it yet. So, But with Miz and Dean Ambrose, um, I really wish Miz won this like, and actually I, got the title. Yeah. But it leaves it open for a pay-per-view win now. Kurt Angle set it up backstage. It's going to be a match. So, Yeah, Extreme Rules match. But uh, um, Miz tried to finagle himself a win here. He was going to yeah, get a low blow, but uh, Ambrose caught it. Maurice was, was just like, the ref, but he was just like, "Forget this. I might as well go for a low blow too." And rocks him with his own low blow. Yeah, he kicked him square in the nads, and yeah. then right in front of the referee's eyes, got disqualified. Yeah. Uh, next, Alexa Bliss came out, cutting a promo again, completely owning those idiots, I guess I could say, in Newark, New Jersey. No offense to New Jerseyans. 
Um, but when they were doing the what chance, yeah, whatever she said, I thought was funny. Um, Bailey came out. They ended up brawling, and Alexa Bliss used a kendo stick. And Kurt Angle backstage made a match with Bailey and Alexa Bliss for the women's championship at Extreme Rules, and he goes, and it's just going to be a normal match. Yeah, Bailey's loved like, it. Bailey's like, but Kurt, I want a chance to get my revenge. She gets to do this to me so, with this? in true WCW fashion, Alexa Bliss versus Bailey will be a kendo stick on a pole match. Yeah. Which I don't think any woman should be in an on-the-pole match. Why? <laughs> I mean, that's... Now, what? Why? I mean, what happens if it was Judy Bagwell? No, that's still... Why would you have... I mean, that's already been a thing. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I was more I, so I saying... The pole I, match is fine. I was more so saying that because, like, when you hear of a woman being on the pole... Yeah? So, what do you mean, yeah? I don't get where you're, where you're implying. That's what strippers are called. So? This, so but this I, is I wouldn't want, difference. This is a... No, but I'm saying they shouldn't have an anything on the pole match in association with them even opening the the books for that. I I I disagree with you on that. I feel like also on the pole matches out, aren't fun. Uh, that's a totally different topic. But based off of the gender wise, I don't think that's a problem. Off now, if you go back on entertainment wise, yeah, no, I'm never entertained by on the pole match, on uh, whatever on a pole match, because it's just, what happens? The person gets it, and it's never, it always goes back and forth, exchanging hands. It's never that person has the pole and can do, is the only person allowed to use it. So, well, whatever. Uh, next up, oh, I also wanted to note that this was the Drifter. He made an appearance backstage during uh, just a backtrack during um, Dean Amber, Miz, and Angle backstage. Just wanted to make mention to that. What are your thoughts on the Drifter? I have no thoughts. They're not doing anything with him. Yeah. I I don't understand where he fits in. Uh, I don't. And I'll keep saying this. I wish they would have had him on both shows. That would have made the most sense. On both so, shows? Yeah. Oh, drifting back and forth? Yep. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. I think that is pointless that he's not. But Moving on, you had Neville teaming up with TJP to defeat Austin Aries and Jack Gallagher. I cannot wait for this feud to be over. Yeah, what can you really say about this match? It's like we've been seeing Austin Aries versus Neville for maybe two months now, maybe even longer than that. Uh, yeah. I don't – it just – I mean, I think he's going to win at the pay-per-view, which at this point I'd rather him not win it. Uh-huh. But after this, I want TJ Perkins, or now that he's being called TJP, to just go all the way down to the talent pool, the bottom of it, so we can see other cruiserweights on Raw. Well, it seems like at the current time it's going to be TJP going up against Neville. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. But will Neville even be walking out as champion? I guess that's what we're going to find out this Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Up next, Roman Reigns defeated Finn Balor. I yeah. think it was kind of stupid on WWE's behalf to like not wait for a pay-per-view to have this. Yeah. I thought it was a good match. I thought this I, was definitely something you could have had on pay-per-view. And I didn't think I, Balor I thought Balor was gonna kick out of that last spear. He kept reversing and blocking all of all of Roman Reigns' all, big moves. Yeah, he was blocking the Superman punches. And I, I was a huge fan of the drive-by that he did where Balor was right near the pole, uh, the post. And he got rocked by that drive-by uh, into the post. I thought that was really entertaining. Yeah, this was a really good match. Yeah. but And, and the live crowd is lucky that they got to see this in, act, in live as opposed to because, you, like you just said, it's a pay-per-view match. So, um, all right. Next up, you also had... The Golden Truth. Were they, they were they supposed to face the club? That's what I'm thinking. Like I don't know I, if I made that up in my head or like they announced. They never that. said. They never said anything, but I'm assuming that they were going to face. Wait. They, they, I actually, they didn't say it like backstage at all. Even I don't. I don't know. Like I could swear they I, set that match up. I I just don't remember. I'm them, not too sure if they did or not. But well, regardless, they which had is their one, ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. It's two? Yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. I hit one earlier. So, R-Truth yeah, go got attacked. Goldust oh. attacked him. Goldust turned heel. I'm behind it. And I, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, this is perfect for Goldust. And good timing, too, I feel like. But the other hand is... What are we going to do with Goldust now? Now that we took him out of the tag team seat, where are we putting him? What are we going to do with our truth now? It's the same Honestly, thing. Honestly, I... They're going to feud, and it's I, gonna... I don't see that much with Yeah, there's not. Nothing... Well, I guess, yes, Unless you want to give one of them a title. Maybe one of them gets a title. Uh, I, I would love to see Goldust get another title reign. Another Goldust IC title reign, I would hugely mark out for. But I guess we would just have to see about that. Yeah. If, if it was, I mean, maybe you could do Goldust versus The Miz. Hollywood, Hollywood. Kind of a feud. Well, well, then Miz, I mean, Miz is heel, so. Well, I mean, yeah. But on the other hand, I think there was rumors of Miz becoming turning face. I have no idea. I've never then, heard of those. But it's funny because then, like Miz gets cheered in some in most cases now. Yeah. Goldust got cheered when he attacked yeah. our truth. But I, I also just don't think that heel versus heel, face versus face, really matters when we fantasy book because look at Monday Night Raw. You had Rollins ver, uh, Reigns versus um, Balor, both faces. Yeah, I mean, in that sense of like. Script, but I mean, who's I getting cheered? Who's getting booed? Yeah, but I still feel like they're doing they do heels versus heels and faces versus faces quite often. So maybe we will see that, and maybe we will see Goldust become Intercontinental Champion soon. I I would love that. Up next, Enzo and Cass were cutting a promo, which they were cut off by Titus O'Neil and Apollo Cruz. Um, Titus, I guess, was misinformed about who had the match. 
He thought Apollo Crews was going to be taking on Enzo. It turned out that it was Cass and Titus O'Neil who had the match. Um, but I have to say I was pleasantly surprised with this segment because I thought, for, for whatever reason, that I thought the club were going to be facing Golden Truth. I just assumed that the club, like, oh, of course, we're going to see the club versus Enzo and Cass again. Yeah. But we didn't. We saw Big Cass take on and defeat Titus O'Neil. Which is good, but are they, are they, I'm just really confused where they're going to be doing with Cass and Enzo. Well, I guess they're going to continue with O'Neill and Cruz because after the match, Enzo went to take well, a selfie. Yeah, and then Apollo Cruz. I'm not sure if it's going to be like him turning heel or not, but he, he hit, he kicked Enzo. I would assume that this is kind of him being like, you know what, I'm standing by, I'm, I'm going to stand by uh, Titus O'Neill. Yeah, could be. So, uh, yeah. And then the main event of Monday Night Raw saw Seth Rollins defeating Bray Wyatt via disqualification, which I thought was another, another pay-per-view-esque match that WWE could have saved for a pay-per-view. I'll be honest, I, think, I, I, think, I think they said that they've never done a one-on-one match between them before. Could have definitely been a pay-per-view quality match. You had Samoa Joe come out, obviously. That just seemed like so obvious. Uh, yeah. And attacked Seth Rollins during the match, uh, which Bray Wyatt joined in with Samoa Joe in attacking Seth Rollins. But he well, also ended up attacking Samoa Joe. To be honest, ended, I fell out of this. He ended up on, on top on, at the end of Monday Night Raw. What made you fall out? of The, the match in general or... I don't know if it was the match in general or the match leading up to it with Cass versus uh, O'Neill. I don't. It was around this time, like because Reigns and Balor, I was I was into, but then I fell out at the end of it, where I was just like, you know what? Like I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm gonna. I want to go lay down. Like I I wasn't. I didn't feel glued to my uh, computer to watch it, and I don't know why. Because I am a fan of Rollins and Bray, I just I just couldn't do it. Well, did you go back and watch the ending? Or? Yeah, but I I don't remember it. Well, with what wait, no, I do. Said. Yeah, I do with the sister Abigail's. Yeah, yeah, but even still, I just I don't know. I, I lack of care. Well, moving on to SmackDown. Kevin Owens, and you never do it anymore, and then the one time you do it, (laughs) I don't wait. But KO opened up the show with his own highlight reel, which I really, I don't understand why they keep needing to bring up Chris Jericho. I think it's just they made to... To maybe keep Jericho's name fresh, but like, it doesn't make sense. I mean, he's going to be coming back. Maybe. I think he will. But AJ came out and basically said he's going to defeat Kevin Owens at Backlash. Jinder and the Singh brothers came out. He was supposed to be the original guest on the highlight reel. And then AJ and Jinder Mahal exchanged some words, which led into the first match of the evening. With Jinder Mahal picking up the victory over AJ Styles. Which I would definitely say this was the best match of the night. Um, yeah. And I want to say I liked Jinder Mahal went for a diving chop from the middle rope. 
I don't, like, when was the last time we've seen somebody do a chop? A diving chop, I mean. That, I don't know. I feel like it's been a long time, but the Singh well, brothers. It was, yeah. They distracted the referee, and Kevin Owens hit AJ in the knee with the title. Yeah, helping you know, Chinder Mahal get that upper hand that he needed to pick up that victory. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how the Singh brothers are going to play a factor against Randy Orton this weekend. Yeah. Um, next up, you had Fashion Files. Um, the Fashion Files was hilarious once again. I love the fact that they're actually giving these guys a little bit more credit in airtime. But, like, it's not really building them up. And it's not really building... Like, the Usos aren't properly built up as champions. Uh-huh. They, they really didn't... They don't spend a lot of time on building up the tag team division. Yeah. Like, you have Brazango defeating the Colognes. Does beating the Colognes mean, like, oh, yeah, we could definitely defeat the Usos? Unfortunately... No. Like the Usos come out after they cut their promo, which was I thought was a great a great promo. Oh, it was an awesome promo. But it's like, does that mean like, oh no, the Usos are gonna retain or like Brazango could defeat them? Like it's just like they're not putting think, the proper time into it. I think they have a shot. I think Brazango has a shot at picking up the victory. To, it, to me it just wouldn't make sense. As much as for for me, yeah. as much as I want that to happen. It doesn't make sense to me either, but I'm hoping. Yeah, fingers are crossed. But speaking of completely not making sense, they had a contract signing for a women's tag team match at Backlash. I don't understand. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. And what makes even less sense is why Becky Lynch is the one leading the group instead of the actual champion, that being Naomi. Let's also not forget the fact that in the beginning intro, I don't believe Shane McMahon referred to Naomi as the champion. When they made all their entrances, I don't think he said you're like your women's champion Naomi. I think he just said like Naomi. Oh. You know? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think he announced her as the champion, which I thought was a little bit weird. But it just makes the horror and Becky Lynch look stupid. Anyway, again, like I said last week, for teaming up with Charlotte. Yeah. Becky, obviously, dumber than Naomi. Yeah. Which is just stupid. That's not how you should have... It just shouldn't be a thing. Charlotte shouldn't even be a, a thing in this. Well, she is. Right. So it makes them look dumb. Yeah. I And every time, it's like Charlotte just turns back to Naomi. But the queen is coming back for her gold. The queen is this... And this and this and it's just I I don't care. I don't think anybody cares. But it's like no like, none, nobody should, like even storyline wise they shouldn't trust her. No, this is exactly why I'm not leaning towards them winning because I don't think they can get along. It's every single time Charlotte is a face, she ends up turning heel. Yeah. And align or every time she aligns with somebody, she she turns on them. She's turned on Becky Lynch. She's turned on And Paige. I hate the fact that Becky Lynch doesn't just call her out on it. You know? Yeah, she's turned on Paige. She's turned on um, Dana Brooke. She's turned on Ric Flair. She's turned on... Who else did she team up with? 
I'm missing one, I think. Uh, Sasha Banks? Bailey? Well, I mean, not really. I wouldn't really say that, but... Um, but yeah, she turns on all the people, so it's just stupid. Yeah, it's pointless. But this led into but, a match, Carmella. Oh, hold, hold on. I, I noted this, but I forgot to bring it up. What the heck? We did we did say kudos to the Usos before, right? Mm-hmm. How they were doing good. But I do not get this entire – it's not a paranoia. It's an Uso. It's like yeah, – I feel I, like I some – I didn't really get it either. And they mentioned – what was it? The – oh, what did they call it? I can't remember like, what they called it. Like I was picking up vibes of Ultimate Warrior promos from them. Like I was just like listening to it. I'm like, okay, I, you have me entertained. Like I'm listening to you right now, but I'm not really fully understanding what you're doing right now or what you're saying. But I yeah, – I could see yeah. where you're going with the uh, Ultimate Warrior promos. Like it was just like it's not a par- paranoia. It's a this and this, and I'm like, wait, who's wait what? What are you talking about? What did they call it though? What do you mean? Oh, they they said Usos Penitentiary. Yeah. So like, is the Usos Penitentiary like a match style, a match type, or? I, I, your guess is as good as mine. I really, I, I don't know. But back on to the segment, Carmella defeating Naomi, which I mean, I hope when yeah, that, well, I hope when the stupid six woman tag match is done, that Carmella becomes champion. Yeah, or at least gets only, a title shot. She defeated Naomi two times now already. The only downside with that is that. Um, Whatever his face is, James Ellsworth is going to be by her side. I don't, even, I really, I don't even mind that. I don't mind it. I don't know. I'm not a fan of his. I, I like this. I, I like him in this group. I thought the the spot he gets tossed away from the ringside was funny. What I hate is that I'm playing into his gimmick of like hating him. You know, like it's one of those things where I'm like he does not deserve to be on TV. But Yet, like you were such I a think fan. The reason you were such a big fan when he faced Braun Strowman that you sent him. How much was it? Fifty dollars for an autograph? No, 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 no. It was. I and think it was a hundred thirty. <laughs> it was a hundred dollars, and it came framed. Damn it! No, no, it was only thirty. But you had to send your own uh, return stamp and everything. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, it's one of those things where I'm like, he does not deserve to be on TV. But then I'm watching it, and I'm like, I think that's why he's on TV because they want me to hate him so much and be like. He doesn't deserve this to be on TV, so they're going to put on TV to make me hate him. Kind of like a Vicky Guerrero deal. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, one of the best heels in WWE history. Oh, without a doubt. But, um, yeah, so the referee ended up tossing uh, Natalia and Tamina from ringside as well. And as they were leaving, they turned and attacked Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Which left Naomi distracted, and then and then she got drop kicked. Um, I mean, she drop kicked Tamina, and then Carmella took advantage. Quick victory. Yeah, take up the victory. Quick roll up, but still, 
I don't know. I guess at this this Sunday we'll find out a little bit more, get a little bit more closure on all this. Hopefully, I think one of my biggest gripes here is why Charlotte came out in a robe. Well, does it? She, she, she always. Like, yeah, but like when you're just managing somebody, you she looked like she couldn't even move in a robe when she was doing punch when she was throwing punches. Yeah. All you saw was the robe moving, and it's funny because what WrestleMania was it? Was it WrestleMania even? SummerSlam, maybe? I just watched a clip from a SummerSlam match where Ric Flair came out. And he came out in a robe, which I didn't understand why he would come out in a robe for, like, a run-in or to, to be a manager or whatever. And he takes the robe off, which I understood even less. Like, why would you even come out in a robe? Why would you then come out and be in ring gear if you're just being a manager? Yeah. So. It's... I feel like they could use some work on that. But yeah. Up next, you had Dolph Ziggler backstage cutting a promo, which I enjoyed. You didn't really enjoy it. But he shows no. off a highlight video of what Nakamura has done in WWE so far, which featured zero footage. And then he, the, they had a highlight package of what he's done in WWE so far, which was just feel, filled with career highlights and stuff. <laughs> So yeah, I, I, I was a fan of it. I wasn't a fan. I don't like the fact that I feel like this is a waste of Ziggler, and I feel like this is a waste of Nakamura. I feel like they brought him up, well, and they, they were obviously like, not they, what ready. they did with Nakamura was stupid. Yeah, I feel like they weren't ready. They pulled the trigger just because they had to because they didn't know they had nowhere else to put him with. Uh, um, what's his face, Bobby Roode, up there? And also, the superstar shakeup was dumb because it originally i mean basically started off where we were written into a storyline where we would have assumed and did assume that it was going to be nakamura and miz going into a program which it should have been because that would have been sick but that was not the case i'm i'm fine with zig i think ziggler is one of the best ww superstars like on the roster today oh i so yeah i i agree with you but i just don't like this setup or the promos that are leading into it. I don't think that any of it's entertaining. And then I, I also, I kind of like, I hate when they like completely just dis discard of NXT. What do you mean? Like as much as they want like NXT to be NXT and WWE to be Raw and SmackDown. Uh huh. NXT, everything that he accomplished in NXT is still what he's done in WWE. Oh, you mean like uh, like in the like when when Ziggler goes, oh, let's take a let's here's a highlight reel of what Nakamura has done in WWE so far. Well, he's also a heel. But no, no, no. It, I mean, Dolph Ziggler didn't make the package. It's like WWE. He like it's yeah. I get the the whole. But he's, he's a heel, so it's, here. exactly. But, but it's not so the it's first time. Like... It's not the first time that we've seen WWE pretend as if NXT is a completely different thing. Oh no. Not at all. But I don't think this has to do with that, though. I think that that's just more Ziggler being a heel and being like, oh, he's done nothing. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Up next, next we up. were backstage. Sami Zayn ended up announcing that he's going to be taking on Baron Corbin. And, and then he's, he goes on to say that Baron Corbin is the uh, – like. That he's jealous, pretty much. And I feel like this is like a delusional Sami Zayn, to a point, you know? Like, a very delusional gimmick, where he just keeps on... Like, I mean, and this 
delusional as in like last – I think it was last week where he was talking to everybody. It was just like, OK, I went overboard. I was too excited. I went overboard because everybody I mean, it, walked out on him. It's been like being built up like that even back with the Mick Foley days where it was like an uber like – not even like a Mick Foley mark or anything. Just like – it's almost as if WWE gives him this gimmick to make fun of Sami Zayn. Like, I, like, oh, we're never going to use Sami Zayn. Let's just make fun of him and, like, hold him back by giving him this as if, like, this is exactly how we view Sami Zayn. Delusional. Right. Totally delusional gimmick. And I I don't get it. I'm happy that Baron Corbin attacked him because I think that is good for Baron Corbin. This is awful for Sami Zayn. <laughs> but come Sunday, Sami Zayn will defeat Baron Corbin, which makes no sense, right? And, and then you'll hear, hear us rant about it and really not understand anything about WWE. But, yeah, I can see that happening, unfortunately. Uh, in the main event, we saw Mr. Crossbody himself, Diamond Crossbody, uh, Randy Orton, picking up the victory over Baron Corbin, um, which I wanted nothing more than this match to end. Yeah. <laughs> it was I mean, you had, like, you had, yeah. At the end of the match, you had I, I, getting rocked with the RKO. But even before that, like, I did like how he reversed the RKO and then hit the deep six. Yes. But it just dragged on and on and on. Finally, Orton hits the RKO. That's like, Jinder comes out, hit, cuts the promo. And the yeah, yeah. brothers then attacked him from behind. Leading to Mahal coming into the ring and taking advantage of him. Um, Which, this makes me think that there's no way in hell Jinder is making... That Jinder is going to become the WWE champion. Hey, don't hinder the Jinder. I'm you not. WWE that. is. Yeah, but I'm I... I'm tired of Wharton being champion. There's no way I will believe that Jinder Mahal has a chance without the help of the Singh brothers. Even still, though. I mean, realistically, didn't we think that he had a chance anyway? Like, like they, like they, it's, it's like the thing with Alicia Fox and the thing like Finn Balor. It's like they, they're, they're building it up. They're like, they get like, it's such a short period of time for them to build up. Like Jinder Mahal went from a jobber to, main eventing a pay-per-view on Sunday in yes. a matter of like a month. Very quick. So it's like, like hyper speed with stuff. Yeah. Almost to the point where it doesn't really make sense, but it's happening. Put things right into came quick. Want it, and want it to what, happens. what did you say? Yeah. No, what did you say? No, I was just agreeing with you. What, you like, did you say K quick? Yeah. No, seriously, yeah. what did you say? No, I said that they Toss it into the K quick mode. It just really did, did it you way really too quickly. Say K quick. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to say something with uh, the speed and K fit. So I went with the K quick. K quick. Yeah. So that's gonna happen. Hopefully, Jinder Mahal walks out as champion. I don't like his finisher, but whatever. Uh, yeah, that very high impact of a finisher. No. I mean, Ted DiBiase Jr., I feel like it fit him. Yeah. But I don't think he does anything. Who? I mean, realistically, it doesn't. That finisher? What if it's a slam? What are you talking about? I don't Choke think your he... opponent, and then you slam them down. 
Uh, it's lacking. Well, moving maybe on. Maybe he has to go through. Maybe he has to fall to the ground with them. Because I don't think he he did on. I think full. I think full Nelson slams are like effective. Yes, full Nelson slams are, but it's more of a high impact move. While this, I don't see as high impact. It's the same I move. It it's like a half Nelson. I don't see it as that. It's like a half Nelson slam. He's got him in the Cobra clutch. Yeah, but I think that it's less impactful. Or at least the way that he's selling it, it looks less impactful. And I guess in that sense, it wasn't Ted DiBiase Jr.'s finisher, but it's close <laughs> enough. Yeah. But moving on from that to Saturday night, NXT TakeOver Chicago, taking place at the Allstate Arena. Uh, matches, let's see. First match we'll do is Roderick Strong versus Eric Young. Roderick Strong versus Eric Young? I don't even have this match on here. Yeah. So let me add that one. Uh, Young? I'm going to say Roderick Strong. You know what? After all of those um, promo videos that they've done, I'm going to go with Strong too. Uh, you got Tyler Bate defending the UK title against Pete Dunne. Who are you going with? Uh, you know, it's hard to say Tyler Bate. I, I hope it's Pete Dunne, and then I hope they do something with the championship and make it I'm relevant, gonna, make it mean something. I'm going to go Bate, with Pete Dunne. Tyler Bate walks in all disheveled looking and everything. Nothing how he looked during the tournament. Yeah. I'm going with Pete Dunne. Who are you going to go with? I said Pete Dunne. All right, okay. I didn't know if you were just saying that, that you wanted to see that and you saw Tyler Bate winning. All right, so we're both all done. Tag For team. the NXT Championships being defended in a ladder <laughs> match, the champions, Authors of Pain, will be defending those titles against DIY if Tommaso Ciampo makes it to the pay-per-view. Yeah, what was that about? Uh, house show. He got injured at a house show. Huh. And the ref threw up the X, so he like twisted, he twisted his leg. And Triple H, uh, I, Triple H said, as of right now, it seems like he's fine, but it's going to be up to the medical staff's call. Huh. Well, I am going to do. I am going to be picking DIY. I think DIY DIY will be winning the championships. I'm going to it say. Should, yeah. I'm going to say authors of pain. All right. What were you, what were you going to say? I was going to say, with it being a Chicago crowd and everything, CM Punk, heavy indie influence. Well, I mean, Chicago, isn't that, isn't that where he's from also? Gargano? I believe so. Gargano is from Cleveland, Ohio. So we're... Yeah, so we're, I'm going we were DIY. Wrong. He's not from Chicago. He's from Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. But yeah, I don't see DIY picking up the victory there. Yeah. Uh, the triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. You got the champion Asuka defending the title against Ruby Riot and Nikki Cross. I, it's very hard not to pick Asuka, so I'm going to just say Asuka. Yeah, I'm with you on the Asuka train. I think Asuka's going to pick up that victory. Main event of the evening in NXT Championship on the line. Bobby Roode defending against Hideo Itami. I'm going Bobby Roode. It's like I hope you know. 
Oh, but I do think Atami's going to hit to go to sleep. Like, I have high hope. Like, they really... Atami's kind of been like a wash in WWE so far. Yeah. Like they have I mean, so he's much... Been, it's they, so injury-prone. They have so many, like, high hopes for him that, like, I almost... I hope that he wins the championship. So, I'm going to say... Um, ooh, but then... It's like that... I think... Realistically, I think that because what, of it being Chicago with CM Punk, I think he's going to hit to go to sleep, but I think Bobby Roode's kicking out of it. Yeah, well, that the, to me, that doesn't factor into the match. What factors no, I, into I the match is who's spot. next. I'm That's saying what, Bobby Roode's winning. Yeah, but who's next? Because realistically, the next NXT TakeOver is NXT TakeOver 3. Brooklyn, I mean, 3. Uh, so who do you got there? Do we see somehow Cassius Ono gets worked in there? Somehow Drew McIntyre? You got McIntyre, you got Aleister Black, who recently made an appearance on main event. Aleister Black. I'm going uh, to say Bobby Roode. All right. Maybe maybe somehow the match is like, it just gets like tossed out somehow. Kind of different from what how you were explaining it. I expect well, you to pick Bobby. I'm gonna say Bobby Roode, like, and then like I said, maybe something will happen where it's gonna eventually lead to, like, oh, I should have had that one the victory, but you like cheated or something happened, uh-huh. and it goes on to take over during SummerSlam time, and it's like Ono versus uh, Atami versus McIntyre versus um, Bobby Roode. Interesting. Well, all right, let's talk about Backlash. WWE Backlash in Chicago. Place, yeah, well, not really even Chicago, but taking place at the Allstate Arena. It's in Rosemont, Illinois. You got, I hate, uh, I mean, yeah, it's right outside of Chicago, but come on. Yeah. I'm not going to say uh, Nassau Coliseum's New York City. No. Well, not really. All right, kickoff. Ty Dillinger taking on Aiden English. I'm picking Dillinger. It's like this match sucks. I'm not saying it's going to suck. I'm saying the way it was set up sucked. But I'm going to say Dillinger as well. Um, also, another match that had no setup. Or, I mean, it, I mean, it really didn't have a setup. It had Luke Harper. I mean, Eric Rowan on Talking Smack. Yeah, I didn't get that. The strangest, strangest thing. He was just pulling masks out of a, a sack. And then he, and then uh, what makes you happy or smile or whatever? And he gives Renee Young a balloon and then pops it and he he laughs. And oh, what did that laugh remind me of? Oh, I forget. I thought that was the weirdest thing though. But Eric Rowan versus Luke Harper is going to be a thing. Makes no I'm thinking, sense. I'm picking Rowan. I almost hope it goes to a no contest. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say. I don't know, man. This is tough. Okay, well, that, it I sucks. think that is... It sucks that Luke Harper's in this position. Oh, c- completely, <laughs> considering that he was just in a in an option as WWE champion, and now he f- fell so far back where he's against Rowan. I, I'm going to go with Rowan, especially just because... He, I mean, Eric Rowan had this set up and everything, so... Exactly. He was on Talking Smack. Luke Harper wasn't. Yeah, I guess I'll go with uh, Eric Rowan. Yeah, this card sucks. It really does. Baron Corbin versus Sami Zayn. I'm gonna say 
Baron Corbin. Yeah, I'm going Corbin as well. I think that if Zayn wins, that's awful for Corbin. And if Corbin wins, that does nothing for Zayn. Nakamura versus Ziggler should be Nakamura, though I could see it being Ziggler. Although I I, could see this being one of those, like, Goldberg-type matches where Nakamura hits the Kinshasa right away and wins. I see Nakamura easily. Did I pick anyone? No, I didn't, right? No, so you go knock? Yeah. Okay. Team NBC taking on the welcoming committee. Now, I go. I was going back and forth with this. I actually put down all of my answers to all my all of my predictions besides this match. I'm going with the welcoming committee just because that's what I hope. Uh, just because that could then lead for, like, Charlotte to be like, I could have done this by myself, and you, Naomi, or you, Becky Lynch, lost this match for me. And then she, like, starts a pushing war with them or whatever, a shoving war. That's what I wasn't too sure about because I could see, like, the champion, Flair, picking up a victory and stuff like that. But on the other hand, I could see them losing because Flair not being able to work with them as a team. And then you could still say that Charlotte Flair, she does have a champion uh, pay-per-view loss, correct? Yeah. She, yeah, she lost – but this doesn't like add on to any losses because it's a multi-woman match. It doesn't. I don't um, care about her streak. Is not a thing. She's uh, lost. No. Right, well, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm going welcoming committee, and I hope so too. I hope Carmella, and I hope they do something with Tamina. Uh, Kevin tough. Owens That's defending what... the U.S. title against AJ Styles. I'm going Kevin Owens. Yeah, I'm gonna say Kevin Owens as well. Did we pick everybody the same so far? I think we did. Yeah. I think we're going to be the same throughout. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, we could just say for the tag team titles, I'm I'm going to... Well, who are you going to say? are we? Are we? <laughs> How about this? Let's go WWE Championship, Randy Orton versus Mahal. I'm going Randy Orton. Yeah, unfortunately. All right. And now Usos versus Breezango. I actually, I'm torn. I think I want to go with Breezango. With Fashion Files and everything, I could see them doing it because then the Fashion Files make sense as to why they were, they started airing them and everything. I could see that, I could see them winning and then that also adding on to the Usos like hatred and their like kind of backlash that they've been having on the roster. This is so weird. Somebody filled in the Money in the Bank pay-per-view match for 2017, uh-huh. taking place June 2017, which is the next SmackDown pay-per-view. Uh-huh. It says, Jinder Mahal is champion versus AJ Styles in a WWE championship match. And then it says the Money in the Bank winner that night was Chris Jericho. That's weird. <laughs> I wonder how long until that gets like fixed. Yeah, right? But... Um, I would I would love nothing more than for that to be the match for for Money in the Bank. But uh, as far as the tag team championships go, I'm going to say the Usos. All right, so we got one match. One, we only have two matches the entire weekend. Different. Can I say Jinder Mahal is going to win, but not the championship? Sure. But I'm not going to say that. Okay. Sure. Because it. 
Sure. Why not? Say that. All right. So in total, we have two matches different. DIY match and Usos. Should we pick Extreme Rules right now, too? <laughs> Let's do it up. Yeah, imagine. That, that comes in the beginning of June. Yeah. Well, and that's the predictions for this. But now it's time for Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. That's right. It is time for those Shameless Plugs. Thank you very much to John Faust for promoting us. Go give him a follow at Mr. John Faust. Also, go follow Ali at XO Firefly OX. Thank you very much to them for promoting us. We appreciate it so much. Also, don't forget to go check out Eric at MTL Broski and make sure that you're watching First Thing in the Morning. First Thing in the Morning show on YouTube. Awesome Let's Plays. You got uh, so many advice videos and a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. Yeah, and he finally Broski did. The, he does Broski and Hoski also with a new host now, and uh, he did. I, I requested an episode on food, which he said I was pestering him about, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. And he was trying to say on the show that that uh, Montreal smoked meat. And pizza is better than New York style pizza and our smoked meat. That being pastrami and stuff. Now, well, yes, Jews Jews did settle in both places, and they both opened up both different uh, different eateries and stuff. Yeah, I've never had deli food from Montreal. I've never had pizza from up there. Well, so at some curious. point, my 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 girlfriend does have Canadian roots, so maybe I'll get up there at some point, and I'll have to get in touch with our friend uh, Montreal Broski. Canadian roots, where? Uh, where is it? Oh man, Manitoba. No, Edmonton. Edmonton? That's no. Alberta. No, no, no. It's like it's a longer word, but it's like Ed something. Edinburgh. Uh, I'm just kidding. I have no idea what that is. I don't remember. Yeah, so but, yeah. who's Canadian there? What do you mean? Like who what like is Erica's 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 grandparents live in Canada. And they are from and Canada? Her, yeah, and her mom's from Canada. Oh. Yeah, yeah, her mom's from Canada. She actually Erica spoke French uh France. She spoke French for the first five or six years of her life. Je suis Literally. Je suis American. Uh, what do you say? Gold freaking medalist. <laughs> yeah. Je m'appelle Kurt Angle. Je suis Olympic gold freaking medalist. There you go. Hey, Brandon. She, wait, she really spoke French for the first five years of her life? Yeah, she didn't speak English. First five to six years of her life, she spoke only French. And that's what her parents speak <laughs> here and there. What? Yeah. Sometimes I'll be over at their house and. Her dad will be on the phone or her mom, and they'll be speaking in French to one of the relatives and everything. Or they'll speak French back and forth to each other, but Erica doesn't speak French too often. The only time I heard, I've heard her speak French is when she gets on the phone with like her grandma. But it seems like it's just really like the greeting, and then it goes into English. 
it's not it's not Franglish. No, 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 no. Like the new uh, <laughs> the new Billy Ray Cyrus tribute song. No, half, nothing like half that. English and half in Spanglish. No, nothing like that. For the twenty fifth anniversary of Achy Breaky Heart. Yeah. Shout outs, Brandon. Shout outs. Listen to Brandon's shout outs because when there are shout outs, <laughs> there's honey. I'm giving the first shout out to the movie theater at the Broadway Mall Ooh. in Hicksville, Long Island. Uh, that's where I saw Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2. But the reason why it's getting a shout out is because they have a random piano in the lobby. Now, did you play this piano? I did. Before I get into that, though, have you been to this this movie theater mall? Where is it again? At the Broadway Mall in Hicksville? Uh, I don't know. It's super weird. Like, you walk in, and then you have to go up an escalator or take an, an elevator up. And then uh-huh. once you're up there, you're in the food court of huh. the mall. But, like, also, oh. it's attached to the movie theater. And then you go into the movie theater, and then you have to, like... They, they have theaters up on top, but then you also have to... You could go down on the escalator to go to where there's more theaters. It's, like, a super huge theater that makes no sense to me. Yeah, I think I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, so they have, they have a piano there, and I played it uh, because I had nothing else to do before the movie. So I thought that was really cool. My friend was coming out of the bathroom, and he was about to, like... He was kind of, like, marking out. And he goes, oh, it's you. (laughs) Because he thought, I was playing Harlem Heat's theme song on piano. (laughs) Such a mark. And he was, me? Yeah. I just play what comes out of my my fingers. And I I don't control it. I mean, Harlem Heat's theme song was there. That's awesome. My friend was coming out of the bathroom. He goes, yo, they're playing, oh, it's you. He thought they, they were playing Harlem Heat's theme song over the speakers in the bathroom. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Who was it? Who was who? Mike? Yeah, Mike was there. That's funny. Former host, guest host. Yeah, former guest. But, uh, yeah, so that was super cool that they have the piano. I want to play more pianos randomly. You know, you should. I would, if I was you, I'd, I would invest in that. Like that, they, would... they're having pianos come to New York City again for the summer. I don't know where, but it'd be I would be for that. I just like I don't like people like watching me play piano because I'm not a piano player. I just like I can't read music or anything, and I'm not like great at piano, but I could carry a tune kind of. Uh huh. So I just huh. don't want, I don't want people to judge me. <laughs> well, I think you're pretty talented. Yeah, well, that doesn't really mean much coming from you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it doesn't. Wow. You're right. Well, next up is going to a going to Marvel's Agents of Shield. Oh, awkward. I thought we were all done with that. With what? <laughs> with your shameless plugs. Shout no. outs. No. But it got renewed for a fifth season, and yes, it moved to the death slot on Friday. Um, but the way this season ended. Uh, I could see the next season like picking up and completely just leading right into Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, that's what I heard. I I heard I have to watch this. And I hope uh, I hope 
the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. get included in that movie, it makes sense to include them. But more importantly, I really hope that this show does not get canceled. I can't see it being canceled because isn't it? It's well liked. But it's got it got moved to the death slot, man. What do you mean? Friday nights death slot. Oh. Where shows go to die. It's not like how it used to be where people would just stay in and watch TGIF. Yeah, and and a bunch of the networks have already canceled a bunch of the shows that I'm disappointed that they've canceled. Ranked is coming back though. Yes, but like that was already that already had a season two attached with it, so yeah, I'm more like Last Man Standing. I think that got canceled probably because of politics, but um, like actual politics with uh-huh. Tim Allen and and ABC. But uh, yeah, so it sucks when you invest your time into characters of a television show and then they get canceled. So. I'm hoping with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they're coming on after uh, Marvel and Humans. I don't know if you know anything about that. I, I don't. I actually just saw the trailer for The Gifted. The Gifted? What is that? Uh, another oh, Marvel. Oh, that's the, the Fox show, right? Yeah, I think it's Fox. Yeah, I believe it's Fox also. But, uh, yeah, so Inhumans is a new show coming out also on Friday night. It's going to have eight episodes. It's debuting... It's premieres in the movie theater. Huh. I think they have the first two episodes in the theater or something like that. And then like later on in the month, it it comes on to ABC. So uh, they have the eight episodes of Inhumans. And then you have, I hope, 22 episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And if that's the case, there's like a week or two off in between Inhumans and S.H.I.E.L.D. Or like somewhere there's a week off in the schedule that leads right into May 4th. That being Infinity War, part one. Huh. So my I'm, I can't wait for Infinity War. It should be good. Uh, I think that Guardians are going to be involved, everything. Well, I mean, Guardians I are involved. Yeah, I think it's going to be insane. They're on the set. Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. have not been on set, from what I read, so. Spoiler. Hopefully, my fingers are crossed that they will be. But well, uh, my last shout-out... Going to give it to New York Comic Con because they announced some people that are going to be there this year. And one of those people is Jim Cummings. So I definitely want to meet him and get an autograph and picture with him because I was a huge Pooh Bear Mark when I was a kid. <laughs> so he was, I mean, he's the, the voice after Sterling Holloway that did Winnie the Pooh. He does Tigger, he does Pete. From Goofy. Like, uh, I don't know what it's... I mean, I think it's just Pete Pete, actually. Uh-huh. Um, who else? There's tons. He's Dr. Robotnik. Do you know Dr. Robotnik? In a, in a TV show? Yeah. He is Cat in Cat Dog. Yeah. He's uh, Darkwing Duck. Okay. And a bunch of others. A bunch of other nice. names. That's pretty cool. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. And, uh, yeah, those are my shout-outs. Now it's time for... Our... Our... Moment of the Week. That is 
<laughs> our mark out moment of the week. Uh, I mean, both of them are kind of, I mean, I don't want to say pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Mine comes from a dream. <laughs> so, uh, we spoke about it last week that Metallica was playing Nassau Coliseum. Yeah. Um, and I had a dream that I was actually there and they played St. Anger and I was the, I was like marking out and nobody else cared. They were like so pissed that they were playing it, but I was like the happiest person there. So, huh. and then I woke up kind of disappointed that I did not see St. Anger performed yeah. live. Now, now, why didn't you go see them? I thought you bought tickets. No, I don't. I only know one of their songs if like that they were playing on their set list. Uh-huh. I know titles of songs, but I don't know them. I just know Enter Sandman by that. I know The Memory Remains because of uh, WWE. And like I said last week, I just know St. Anger also. Huh. Yeah. And All I right. know... Um, What's the Bob Seger song they did? Turn the page. Oh, yeah. Did, that, did they do that? I don't know. I think they did that. I Which, really... by the way, that's the original Bullet Club right there. I tweeted that out earlier. Is his, what is his fan club? Is the Bullet Club because his band is the Silver Bullet Band? Who is this? Bob Seger. Oh, old time rock and roll we've got tonight. Hollywood Nights. Night uh-huh. moves, etc. That's the turn the, the OG. Yeah, Bullet Club, BC for life. Well, there you go. Uh, the real BC for life. But uh, you <laughs> have a markout moment of the week as well. You can go. Yeah. Ahead and... Well, thank you for uh, giving me the go. Uh, yeah, no, I totally marked out this week during graduations. During graduations, more than one. Uh, during graduation, because we got to make our entrance to, of course, at any graduation, Macho Man Randy Savage's theme song, which who doesn't flip out whenever they hear that song play <laughs> for you during an entrance? It's and that's funny. right. It's like it's funny because I think in high school I wanted like I secretly wanted to for them to play the uh, Black Machismo theme song <laughs> version instead where like i almost like i i, I think i almost pitched it even you like I, I have a way cooler version <laughs> of this thompson circumstance theme song that like can we use for graduation yeah which maybe that would have been like a step towards me wanting to actually like do graduation uh-huh because i it was like a struggle i didn't even want to walk I thought it was the dumbest thing. I really, yeah, I I, I like I really did. And uh, so then I was made to do that, which uh-huh. in, in retrospect, whatever, you know. And uh, yeah. and then I get there and I was like, I'm not putting this stupid cap on my head. It's the dumbest <laughs> thing. What do, I need a, what do I need a cap on my head for? And I left it in the car. And then somehow it got into the hands of my friend's mom who works there. And she and another student, like, forced me to put it on. Really? You wouldn't wear a cap? No, I thought it was so stupid. It's a thing to do. No. like I Graduation. I do not care. I had my hair froed out and everything. I thought I was the coolest dude. 
I was the coolest person <laughs> in my head, at least. And now here we got our 10-year reunion coming up that they're trying to force me to go to. Are you going to go? I don't. I really, honestly, I don't want to. I, Dude, I, you should go and pass out flyers. Yeah, right. You should. It's like I, I like I see everybody that I would need to be seeing in the in uh-huh. since graduating ten years ago. Did you go to a ten year reunion or you didn't like? I didn't even know that they had. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't even know they had. Yeah, if so they, if they did, it's like I hang out and I keep in touch with the people from high school that I need to see. Uh huh. Like it's not my fault. Like how am I supposed to face all those people that deleted me on Facebook? <laughs> it's like I don't I don't know I don't want to I don't need to to see people from high school anymore yeah if I see them on the street I even try to avoid it but if you, if you come up I'll say hello and yeah, then it's like and then sometimes for an autograph he'll sign one and then like sometimes like you would see people from high school like outside like you just randomly see people from high school and you like attempt to say hello or whatever and then they just completely no sell it and and keep walking and you're like and you're like damn it i shouldn't have done i shouldn't have tried to even say hello (laughs) because it's like deep down inside you know like who is like that i I don't speak to that person i don't need to yeah you know you know who's who hasn't changed and who is it who isn't your friend yeah straight up you know who to talk to, who not to talk to, who to converse with, who doesn't want to converse with you. It's I mean, like, my, my, like, birthday come, my birthday is right around the corner. Soon, if I don't see you posting on my Facebook that happy birthday, and it's two years in a row, that's for sure. <laughs> and it's that's for sure. You're seeing world. your way out of my friends list. Yeah, well. So, but and I, I know like the day is gonna come for the ten year reunion and like there apparently there was like a huge like a group thing even before it was like an official official event and it was like the most random of people were like heading the committee I guess even though it's not a committee uh-huh. and, uh huh and and there was like discussions of me inside the group like oh of course like he has to come. And it's like I don't understand like why I don't understand why that person or those people are saying that when like it's been ten years and like you've made no contact with me whatsoever. Yeah. So like why do I have to come if I I have not spoken to you since two thousand and seven? Yeah, and why it's not like you care about whether or not I come or not. You haven't contacted me in, during these years. What's why now? It just doesn't make sense. And it's like, it, it sucks in the same sense as like, I, of course there's going to be people there that like I haven't seen in a few years that like, yeah, I would like to see, uh-huh. and like hang out with and re, re, what am I trying to say? Re get in touch re- with? And that's not, okay. Right. Yeah. That's we not what I that. wanted to say, but, <laughs> but reconnect with is what I was going to say. Oh, that's <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like I, I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't want to, it just makes no sense. Well, you know you're gonna come across those fake people because uh, they're out there, and it's unfortunately, like, they tried to have a five year reunion for us. Uh-huh. Like apparently nobody showed up to that. So, but, like funny. now it's like a Facebook official group with like everybody saying yes, everybody saying maybe, everybody saying no, or just everybody not like responding at all. Uh huh. Like I have yet to respond because it's just because like, you don't want to. 
because you don't want to go. Right. When it, when it was first, like, announced, I was going to, like, make a joke. Like, when I, the group was first invited to it, when I was first invited to the group, I was going to make a joke and be like, hey, is this a costume party? And then, like, I thought maybe they would respond to that and be like, oh, he's showing interest in going. That means he's probably going to end up going. And, like, I, I didn't want <laughs> I didn't want that because I don't really want to go. Yeah. And it's like my, the friends that I've spoken to, they're like, I'm not going to that. I'm not, like, going out of my way to even go to it. Yeah. But I don't know. Well, maybe, I mean, what's maybe, really, I was, uh, maybe I was that well-liked in high school that I should go. I don't know. I mean, for all you know, maybe maybe you were really liked. I mean, maybe it's just you caught up in your head that like maybe you created some sort of a story that that people didn't want to be around you and stuff. I, I, don't I didn't know. say people didn't want to be around me. I I was I mean I never really hung out with people outside of my friend zone outside uh-huh. of school, but like yeah, people spoke to me in school and everything. So maybe people really want to see you there. I don't know. Maybe it is legit. When we had you, you have Spirit Week in your school at all or no? I, I think they do, but I don't partake. The grades, well, I mean, you're 37. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, I think the, the, the undergrad does do that. No, no, I meant in high school, bro. We're talking high school school? reunions. You're already on your 10 year college reunion. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, it's the truth. Yeah, that's hilarious. You really are. (laughs) Here is it? Yeah. Working on my. By 10 years. That's really funny. But I was talking about high school. Did you guys have that in high school? Like where the different grades would face off against each other? To be honest, I don't remember. Yeah, so during Spirit Week, they had like like Pirate Day. There was Switch It Up Day where like the men would dress as women, women as men. Um, They had School Spirit Day and there was almost a Me Day. That's funny. Yeah, like that was like like seriously put on the table like for that, and then like, for whatever reason, like I guess people I think like didn't vote on it because they didn't they thought it would be like making fun of me maybe. Uh huh. But like I was open for it. People did end up dressing like me that year. Two, two people. I remember seeing pictures on your Facebook of it. Yeah, at least two people dressed like me that year. So I dressed up as you once. Yeah, and you scared Chris. Yeah, yeah. Chris almost had a heart attack. Well, I think he actually did. Too bad we didn't record that too. It's not we. Fall, I, fall right I wasn't the, even there. You. Yeah, fell right to the ground. I had a wig on and everything. Yeah. He fell right over. But those were my. Uh, those were our mark out moments of the week and reminiscing about whether or not Brandon should go to his high school reunion. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think you should go? Tweet us at Marking Out, at BTDG161, at Dave the Rave underscore MO. Also, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Marking Out. Go listen to all of our past episodes, MarkingOut.com, Stitcher Radio, Stitcher Radio, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. It's just like. Uh, it's like they comment. It's like, oh, like, I just feel like the whole conversations would go as, like, oh, hey, what'd you do these past 10 years? It's like, you're Facebook friends with me. You should know what I've been up to. ProWrestlingTees.com slash market out. Yeah, like I have a, a pro wrestling tea shop. Buy my merchandise. You you had to have seen me post about it a million times. 
You and you haven't have liked me. Yet? You had to have seen me do cooking videos on Facebook. And you didn't share that I it. posted. YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11 to watch the videos. You had to know that I do a podcast, a pro wrestling podcast, that you didn't share, that you didn't like, that you don't care about. Just doesn't make sense. I grew but up that's beer. Okay. That's what I did in 10 years. But you know, that's okay. Because we wish you the MarkingOut.com Best, Best luck, luck in your future endeavors. endeavors. Have a f-